0: Hello, Holy Trinity. Continuing our devotions in the book of Ezra, I'm going to read from chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, the people assembled together as one in Jerusalem. Then Joshua, son of Joshadak, and his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, son of Shatiel, and his associates began to build the altar of the God of Israel to sacrifice burnt offerings on it in accordance with what is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. Despite their fear of the peoples around them, they built the altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both morning and evening sacrifices. Then, in accordance with what is written, they celebrated the festival of tabernacles with the required number of burnt offerings prescribed for each day. After that, they presented the regular burnt offerings, the new moon sacrifices and the sacrifices for all the appointed sacred festivals of the Lord, as well as those brought as freewill offerings to the Lord. On the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord through the foundation of the Lord, though the foundation of the Lord's temple had not yet been laid. The Israelites put the first things first. They had traveled a long way and had found homes to settle in. And then they set their attention on doing what they had come to do, rebuild the temple. But they don't start by digging foundations. They start right with the central component of their worship, the altar for the offerings and sacrifices required of them in the law. And there are some key things that I noticed in this passage that help us consider what it means for us today. They were all in it together. If you followed our series on revival, you will remember that unity was one common thread. Everyone was included, and no one excluded themselves. They were led by both the priests and the kings. Joshua was the priest, and Zerubbabel, the grandson of King Jehoachin, and the appointed governor of the people by Cyrus, who was funding the mission. But the thing of utmost importance to them was not the building, but worship, and having a place to offer the sacrifices that they might be made right with God, and to give thanks and praise to him. It had been their failure to follow the law, Of Moses and obey that law that eventually led them to be taken into exile in the first place so it is not surprising that they recognize the need now to follow the law in detail in regards to the sacrifices to ensure that they may remain right with God and getting the first things first meant that they could celebrate the feasts with great joy as also was prescribed in the law of Moses. I don't know if you've ever thought about what it would be like to offer sacrifices. When I was at Theological College, we spent a happy morning trying to imagine what it would be like using chairs, people and bits of paper. The size and experience of people coming to offer their sacrifices. We were trying to work out what that would have been like. I think we concluded that it would have been very noisy, smelly and messy experience as well as being extremely costly not just in terms of animal life but also the economic sacrifice represented by sacrificing a bull or a goat. But mostly that dramatic enactment made us so grateful that our place of sacrifice is the cross of Christ. And for us as Christians, making the first thing first is coming back to the cross, the cross of Jesus. Because if we have turned to Christ in repentance and faith, all our known and unknown sins have been paid for and we are already right with God. But I don't know about you. I'm still sinful. As a young Christian, I was taught to keep short accounts with God. Perhaps you've heard this prayer. Dear God, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, I haven't lost my temper, I haven't been greedy, grumpy, nasty or self-centred. I'm really happy about that so far, Lord. But in a few minutes, I'm going to be getting out of bed. And then I'm going to need a lot of help. Thank you, Lord. The Israelites made morning and evening sacrifices to ensure they stayed right with God. Christian tradition has often followed a pattern of morning and evening prayer, as people take time at the beginning and end of the day to pray and focus themselves back again on Jesus. But perhaps keeping short accounts and keeping the first thing the first thing is actually throughout the day allowing the Holy Spirit to highlight our attitudes and behaviours that are out of line with God's word and keeping ourselves humble and not stubborn, turning around and letting letting him grow us so we become more like Jesus. And this way, we're free to celebrate God's goodness and mercy with joy and gladness. And so to end with some words from Romans, from the Message Translation, which calls us to live in obedience to God, making the way of Christ the first thing. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, Amen.